The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Astros Baseball. We're bringing you yet another episode where we are going to update you on your Houston Astros who are currently playing on TV right now. Uh, let me bring in my co-host, Michelle Neat. Michelle, what is going on? I am just living large, having a grand old time, uh, and trying to uh, pray and sacrifice everything I can to the baseball gods so that Korea gets re-signed. That's a big deal for you, huh? Uh, yeah, he's number one for a reason. I do not want to see arguably the best shortstop in the game hit free agency. He'll be the youngest in that class of free agents. That is true. Um, so let's start the show with that. I mean, I, I text you when I was at work and I, I said, look, at, there's some things to talk about. I think we should have a show tonight. You agreed. So here you go, guys. We're going to update you once again on your Houston Astros. We'll start with. Let's start with Lance McCullers Jr. I know we said Correa, but let's start with Lance McCullers. They did get a deal done last time. You know what's funny? The last episode we talked about them and then you know doing the extension and they did it right after we got done. Yeah, that was supremely frustrating. Um <laughs> because I was like, damn it, had we just waited a few hours later. I know we could have had breaking news, but instead, you know, we didn't even know. But, but you know, yeah, that really sucks. But anyway, I, I, like I said, I didn't have any idea what kind of contract he was going to uh, need or accept to stay here. Well, he what said, did you, what, did, what did you think? For life. So he wanted to be a national, he wanted to stay in Houston. He's integral. He is part of like, this city, he's come up with the Astros, and I I knew that it was going to probably be around. Um, I would have guessed anywhere from three to five years, and so it ended up being uh, five years. So he's not getting Grinky or JV money, but he is getting like Charlie Morton money. I think Charlie Morton, when he signed with the Rays, it was two years, thirty million. He's getting fifteen point two, fifteen point two, and the last three years seventeen. Right. I, I, I kind of thought maybe he would want more, but that's pretty good, right? Well, in twenty twenty one, he has a three point five million signing bonus to go along with his existing six point five million salary, and like you said, it's fifteen point two five million, fifteen point two five million. Twenty twenty four is seventeen. Twenty twenty five is seventeen. Twenty twenty six is seventeen. That's, so that's of, a 
so think okay. about that. 2027 could be the first year we don't have Lance McCullers. That's how long that's how long he's gonna be on the team. That thrills me to no end. I was I'm just giddy with excitement. In fact, um like I had already knew, like I already knew that the extension had happened by the time, but yesterday my dad called me all excited. He was like, Oh my gosh, guess what? And I was like, Oh what? Because I knew it was probably the extension he was calling to talk about. So I let him tell me, but he's really excited and I'm really excited because that bodes well for um that bodes well for Houston. And it's not like McCullers is a guy McCullers is not a guy to rest on his laurels. He didn't get where he's at by resting on his laurels. He's got he's called like the Iceman McCullers for a reason. He's got ice in his veins. He's gonna bust ass for I'm so sorry for using that word. Bust his right, butt. It's okay. For Houston because um he wants the same thing we want. He wants to win a World Series. Yeah, I mean, like I said about Correa, I mean, he does have a history of being injured. But last year, it was a short season, and both of them made it through. But, I mean, uh, Lance McCullers had a really, really good year if you take away those two bad starts. And one of them was the roof closing or opening in the middle, and the other one was just a disastrous inning against... uh, Colorado, but I love Lance McCullers. I'm glad he's staying. I'll never forget the day before he debuted. He was there signing autographs, and I have a ticket stub with his autograph on it. So I wish him nothing but the best. I want that autograph to be more and more valuable as uh, life goes on. But I don't care. I'll never sell it because it's important to me, and it has a big memory. Uh, I don't have to share it, but it's a big memory for me. That was a big day. Uh, do you have anything to add about Lance McCullers before we move on to Carlos Correa? Um, I just want to put this out there. Uh, Lance, if you hear this, I'm so glad you're staying. and I would be thrilled to death if you came on the podcast. But I know that the regular season is coming up, so I understand where your head's at. But if you're ever interested, we would welcome you with wide open arms so carlos correa this this is we we talked about it right john Heyman. this probably happened after right after we got through recording too last time but carlos correa uh who was it where's it at uh john Heyman, six six years 120 million is what was reported and i i laughed at it i go of course he's not gonna take that Okay, so the thing with John Heyman is that it was deceitful. And again, I called this out. I called this out, I think, the last time because until I hear it from an Astros source or, like, another credible, like, if Jeff Passan was to report something like that, I would kind of lend credibility to his name. But both Bob Nightingale and John Heyman have prematurely reported things in this offseason, and they have ended up being, like, horribly wrong. So he reported that the Astros offered $120 million for six years to Carlos Correa. That offer was from two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. There, are still, there is conversation between both the Astros and Carlos because there is mutual interest, so there is active conversation going on. So whatever Bleach Report is posting, saying, you know, he's set to become a free agent, blah, 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 that's just crappy journalism 
they don't actually they're they're taking a small detail and they're sensationalizing it and just like using it to fit their narrative and that's what really bugs me because i do believe um uh, i would like to believe that um uh, mr click you know jimothy jameson click whatever you want to call him and uh crane they both want him to stay because uh I feel like the city of Houston will riot. If he doesn't, I'll lead the riot. I'll personally mm-hmm. set something of his on fire. Um, that's a joke, by the way, if anyone's listening. I do not feel motivated enough to commit arson. No. Well, I guess if it came down to it, I really would. Because, you know, I ride for the Astros. So, anyways, I digress. So, so if you look at the... I pulled it up on the computer. If you look at all the free agent shortstops coming out with Carlos Correa. They, I, I don't think Francisco Lindor has been extended yet, right? As far as you know? No, there's no offer extended to Francisco Lindor. Um, there was like a rumor floating around that he's looking at 300. He wants 300 million, but he's also, I think that the Mets, if they were to offer him an extension, they're offering him a lengthier extension. So it'd be kind of, it would be, a different type of contract. Um, and Lindor doesn't have the history of injuries like Carlos has. And I said this probably maybe like my first or second podcast with you as mm-hmm. co-host. But I think where the holdup is, is that because he does not have a full season of play, they they need to him to perform well and i bet you i bet you money and anyone listening money that that is a point of contention because carlos is capable of really great things but also you have to think about it from you know baseball there there is a business side to things so they can't just throw a 200 at him and be like okay you can have this like seven eight year contract for 200 or 210 or whatever Like he needs to be able to demonstrate his ability to maintain uh, his health for the whole season. We can't have be paying him that kind of money and then he'd be out for 20 million, uh, paying him like 20, 25 million, but him be like out. And hear me when I say like, I'm not bad mouthing Carlos Correa at all because I love Carlos Correa. And I also love the Houston Astros, but I'm also being kind of real about things. You wouldn't pay somebody a bunch of money to only do half of their job, would you? No. See, we've we've talked about this before. Carlos Correa, this year, is going to make or break him as far as getting a big payday. Because, like you said, about his injuries. But Carlos Correa is an astro right now, and we're trying to extend him. But he is always hurt. I mean, he has a history of being hurt and that's something like you had said before, you know, he's not going to do it where you say, Hey, well, we're going to give you this. And if you cannot get hurt, then we'll pay you more because the, the truth is somebody's going to pay him. Because if you look at this list, you got Lindor, Baez, Correa, Trevor story, Corey Seager. I mean, you got rookie of the years, all over the place. I mean, it, it's a it's a big class, and you know, if one of these other guys go somewhere else, maybe they'll go try to get Carlos Correa. Who knows? But there's people that there's teams, not people, 
that could care less if they're over their luxury tax and they're going to pay him. But six years isn't going to get it done. I, I know. I mean, if I was click, if I was in charge, as much as I love Carlos Correa like you, I'm not giving him 10 years. It's not happening. And I think that, uh, I mean, I think that he'll, I mean, theoretically, he could probably get 10 years, but I do not think that he's going to get treated. Like, I think that Houston will, if he stays, he's going to be treated well. He values it. Like, the city of Houston has a really special relationship with the Astros. I mean, the Astros are a part of the city. Um, and they have been from the beginning. Uh, maybe he gets 10 years somewhere else, but I think a healthier, better deal for every party involved would be something like an eight-year deal, a uh, 200-plus, um, and I'm not really sure how much, like, I, I don't really know how much a year that would, like, equate to for him. But yeah. I think that there should be, I think that there should be something at, like, a... Uh, I, I mean, if, you, if there you should could, be a clause, but there could be clauses built into that contract, right? It, Where it, he could he could be it, released if he, uh, he could have bonuses ahead. added to it. Bonuses, you know, like it, okay, right. let's pay you fifteen million a year, but if you pay if you play one hundred sixty-two games, you get twenty-five million. Or I mean, I know that's ridiculous what I said, but yeah, something like that, right? Incentives they do that with pitchers. Like, hey, you're going to make 12, and if you throw 200 innings, you're going to make 15. Like, they give them bonuses. That's what I've been saying, is that, like, there needs to be something, like, I think, I fully believe that both parties are capable of coming to a mutual agreement, where there is, you know, you get a, like, you get, there maybe there's some deferred salary, but there has to be, there would be a stipulation built in that this hinges upon the fact of you being able to stay healthy and be able to produce uh, for a full season and in the postseason, I mean, and he has been a consistent postseason producer. He has been, you know, done like hit some walk-offs in some really important situations. So, and I really appreciate his ability uh, defensively. I I just appreciate him, but I also know that uh, we can't just think about the right now because I mean. God bless Lou now for setting up what we have now, but he did drain the farm system and trade away a lot of things to acquire some of the bigger pieces that we currently have. And I think that click is trying to, he's trying to have, trying to do both things. He's trying to build a world series contender this season. We have a world series contender this season. I fully believe it. Uh, But he's also trying to keep the future in mind because he does want that dynasty kind of error he wants to keep this going if you if you think about it if carlos Craig gets 10 years at the end of the contract he'll be 37 and more i don't know more than likely it can he can he play shortstop as as a 37 year old can he stay healthy as a 37 year old i i just don't think a 10-year contract is something that the astro the, the astros haven't done a 10-year contract since i've known them I mean, they're not, who who has a ten year contract with the Astros? They're not going. They're not going to do that. And um, if that's something that he's command, like if that is truly like a demand of his, then he like he, that's an. I mean, he deserves to get paid because he is a good athlete. But that's not. He know. He knows that that's not something that would happen. That's not even a possibility. 
that's not going to be on the table because they have to build, they have to spend smartly. They also have the luxury tax to think about. Now, granted, we have some, uh, we have, there is some wiggle, a tiny bit of wiggle room with the luxury tax, and we do have salary coming off the books. We have the money to pay Korea. It's just a matter of how that money is structured, um, the length of the contract. Um, I, I fully believe, you know, we have a week to we have a week to see, you know, what happens. Um, am I a little nervous? Absolutely. My anxiety levels are tied directly to how much time we have left before opening day and the fact that we do not have Korea signed to an extension yet. Yeah, I mean, opening day is a week from today. We have real, real baseball in one week, and he's not signed yet. And what did, what did I say earlier? I had read that, I mean, they're not even the, the six million or the six years, 120 million doesn't even get the conversation started. So I don't see it happening. I mean, if you, let's say you give him six years at 120 million, he's going to be 33 years old. His career might be over by then. But I mean, here's what I think. And this is the only reason I say that we're not going to keep him. And it's the only reason I said we're not going to get George Springer. We're not going to keep him. The Astros aren't going to give someone a 10 or a 12 year contract, but other teams do. Dodgers do. Angels do. There's teams out there that do that. Do I not mean, even. But he's, a, but he's in a big class. I mean, that, that's a lot of good shortstops coming out. So maybe he won't get it. Maybe he'll test free agency and come back. But the big thing is this. If he doesn't get a deal done and he kills it this year, he's gone. Because he's going he's gonna to ask for way more money than the Astros are going to give him. If they don't sign him before the season starts, they're not going to keep him. They're not going to get him back unless he gets hurt again. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've said everything I need to say about Correa. What about Luis Garcia? Oh, the Luis Garcia, what a delight he is. And the thing is, I saw him, like, when he gave, like, because I've been paying attention to him uh, since, his, since he's been with the Astros, and he is, number one, I mean, he's young, so he does need that more, need more experience, more time to develop, but he came up last year and was he perfect? No, but he threw an immaculate inning and he didn't even realize it till he had gotten back to the dugout. <laughs> you know, one of the pitches, cause I, I saw the whole nine pitches in a, in a replay on Twitter. And one of them was like a tip. I mean, the catcher kind of saved him, but nine pitches, nine strikes an immaculate inning. The last time I saw that Will Harris did it. He did it during the regular season, but it's not, it is not as rare as you would think. I had to look it up. Last year, there was only one. 2019, there were eight of them. 2018, there were four of them. In 2017, there were eight of them. So how have we not heard this more often if, if it happens eight times a year? But it's awesome. Did you know that, that somehow we found this out on Sunday Strohs that... Luis Garcia's nickname, and this is what I call him, is Mr. Smiles and Dimples. Did you know that? 
Yeah, I had heard that, and it makes sense because he's always smiling, he's always happy, and on Twitter, uh, um, I don't remember who, like, which, like, somebody reported it, uh, he's like, I've only met him through a Zoom screen, but he seems to always be happy, and then Kent Emanuel quote tweeted it and said, I can confirm this. Yeah, he's a cool guy, and I've, I haven't seen him with his hat off, but I know he's got some some kind of sweet mullet going in the back. I don't know if it's a mullet. I don't know what it is, but it's the Luis Garcia, Mr. Smiles and Dimples hairdo. That's what that's what it is. It's the ponytail fro. I have no idea what it is, but he is what he is. I, re- I remember that one game he, he was in there and they and uh, they came to take him out and he was smiling. He you know, how people get mad when they get taken out. He just smiled with his dimples it handed the ball to Dusty Baker. No big deal. You got to love that guy. Yeah, he's the type of attitude that is valuable to a clubhouse. Um, he is, uh, you know, he's a young, talented guy. He's got, as like I said, a great attitude. He's got filthy stuff. Um, and gosh, like, it's the fact that, you know, we've extended McCullers. We have Garcia, who's throwing just filth. We've got. Uh, we talked about the, we we had talked about him being in the rotation. Oh no, he was going to be a long reliever, right? Because I think Baez, yeah, he, because Baez was out, right? I think an innings eater is like what we would see Garcia, and it really just depends. A lot can change between a lot can happen in baseball in a week, uh, as you well know. But right. um, what about this? Uh, this uh, speaking of pitchers, let's talk, let's continue on with that trend. Uh, Oda Rizzi. That guy had an out team. Good <laughs> God. That was oof, four home runs. I don't have the total pitch count, but he gave up seven runs and, like you said, four home runs in his debut. But that would, be, that would have been a, a beautiful game to watch if it was regular season. Did you know the Astros came back and won that game 11-8? Yeah, they came back and they had like they, they they were down eight and zero, and then they started. They just had however many unanswered runs, which was beautiful. Um, it makes me feel pretty good about us offensively. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Odorizzi said that he didn't really care. He was just, I mean, it was his first outing, so I'm not. It doesn't. I'm not worried. I have no reason to be concerned about him. He is capable. He is talented, and uh, uh, I mean, he's working with the the dude, the best. I think the best pitching coach. He is. Mm-hmm. We've got Brent with Strami. He's working with mm-hmm. Strami. He's got a great staff around him. I mean, he gets to work with Zach Greinke. He's extremely cerebral, and he. Um, you know, he talks to guys about their pitches and he is pretty uh, honest. So, I mean, he is surround, he's set up for success this season and he is a very hard worker. So I have zero qualms about him. Yeah. Everyone has a rough outing. So what? everyone gets whacked around, not a big deal. Yeah. I, I wrote a quote down. He, it's almost what you said. He said, for the first time in a game setting, I felt pretty good. I, I give two craps or less about results in spring training. And he had, it also had said something, he was just working on his fat. He was just working on things. Like, he was just practicing. He doesn't really care. I mean, I don't care. I'm not worried about it. I mean, it's kind of like C-Sheck. 
That dude gave up back-to-back-to-back home runs his first outing. I wasn't worried. These guys are professionals. Odorizzi is a professional. Not worried at all, but it's still funny. It's still funny to give up four home runs in one inning. Oh, yeah, it was a little comical. It was slightly painful to watch, but, I mean, I was... Like, I am not worried about... I'm... I mean, because it's... If he felt good in a game setting, then that's what I love to... But I would rather hear that than him throw a lot of strikes in spring training, not during the regular season or games that, like, like postseason. Like, it would be really bad if he gave up four home runs. But it's all about mindset, because it's... Baseball is a huge part of a... Meant like it's a mental game. A lot mm-hmm. of it is skill, but um, you have to have your mind right in order to focus and hone in on those pitches and have control. And then it's um. So I'm glad that he felt good. Like I like I said, not worried. Glad that he was uh, feeling great. Doesn't matter really. It's just spring training game. We won anyway, so everyone just needs to chill out. It's not a. So what? Had a rough outing. Not a big deal. We have another new player, Steven Souza Jr. They signed a minor league deal. Chandler Rome tweeted that they're he was he tweeted it yesterday, and I haven't read any more about it. But they are going to release him, so he's not making the team. And I kind of I kind of thought that oh, to begin it's with. It's happened. He was released. Oh, they, oh, okay. Then he's gone. He he had two hits. He had a bunt and a home run. 13 strikeouts and 22 ABs. That guy's done. Steven Souza Jr., goodbye. I saw a tweet earlier, too. Like, uh, apparently, uh, Jake Marisnik did something in uh, for the Cubs. I don't know if he had a home run, but they were talking about him in Chicago. Yeah, if only we had signed him because we could have gotten him for a cheap. They didn't sign him for that much. I love Marisnik. Marisnik, come back home. He would have been perfect. The fourth outfielder, he could have came in. You know, we could have taken Brantley out and put him in the the Cupid Shuffle to 2021. It would have been perfect. But uh, our fourth outfielder now, I can't even remember who it's going to be. That's how that's how forgetful. Uh, I am. Well, I forgot. Like I, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, we have a few options, and one of them is on the 40-man roster, so I think that they have an advantage. Um, uh, uh, like, Jose Siri, he was brought up. Um, That's it. I mean, also, Chas McCormick, he has the advantage over Siri because he is on the 40-man roster. Jose Siri is not. But I do feel like since we're seeing uh, guys optioned, uh, guys reassigned, that uh, – uh, Jose Siri will find his way onto the 40-man roster and probably onto the 26-man roster at some point this season. That is true. So he's gone, getting a little more clear. Um, the only other news I have is I, I read that the Astros are getting their coat. They, they're supposed to or scheduled or, or maybe they're just guessing, but they're going to get their COVID vaccine on April the 7th. April the 7th, yeah. He, they're working with, uh, what was it, Houston Methodist um, to arrange that. And uh, Click said, and I really appreciate him saying this, he's like, we're not looking for special treatment. Because as of May 1st, uh, Biden issued an executive order stating that they have to make all adults eligible for the vaccine. I think things are a little bit different in Texas because every, like, every adult now should be eligible to receive the vaccine, in, uh, yeah. at least in Harris County. 
So you can sign up to get the vaccine in Harris County. Um, I wish it was that way in New York. It was, it is, there's nothing, nothing at all. So I'm looking forward to them getting vaccinated and uh, looking forward to full capacity at Minute Maid Park. Yep. The other thing I saw too, and we've already, we've already said this and I, I already, I mean, not that I predicted it, but if you, you told me who's going to be lead off, I, I, it's Altuve. I mean, Miles Straw made a, made a run at it, but it just pushes too many good batters down into the seven hole. So it's going to be Altuve. That was my prediction when we tried to predict the lineup that, that one week. And it looks like that's what it's going to be. What- yeah, that's what Dusty Baker said he's leaning towards is Altuve as the leadoff. Yep. And he'd already spoke that he didn't want to make it a rotating thing. He wanted to be the same guy over and over. So it is going to happen. And that's that's all I have. But, you know, we do have the giveaway episode March 28th, hopefully on the Locker Room app. So go to your app store, wherever you get apps. Download the Locker Room app, and on March 28th, you guys can listen to us live tell you who wins the shirt from Ram Shirts or the custom dugout mug. Should be pretty awesome. So email the phrase, let's go to Astros Baseball Podcast at Gmail. Um, For the procrastinators, you better hurry up because, you know, that show's coming up quick, you know, in a matter of three days. Today is March 25th. It is my brother's birthday. He is, I don't know, 52? 52, I guess. Happy birthday, Rob's brother. He won't listen to this. But today is the 25th. That that just clicked in my head when I saw the 28th. Because the 28th seems so far away, but it's not. So that's this Sunday. If you haven't entered the contest, all you have to do, folks, is click. Maybe we should put the link in the show notes, but not on Twitter, not on Facebook. You got to listen to win. Uh, But guys, you don't want it. It's an awesome shirt. You got three days left. This may be the last podcast that you hear before the giveaway show. I I think it's probably going to be. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I think we should make them wait until the giveaway show. This this might be it. I mean, I don't know. We, I mean, unless something comes up and we decide to do another one, this is it. It's March 25th, the giveaway show, March 28th. We'll let you know who wins. Tune in and enjoy. And, Michelle, another fun show with you, buddy. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you, Rob. You're the best partner ever. You know, that's true. I have to agree with you on that, but um, man, I'm trying to think about the season starts next week on Friday against the A's. So next weekend, yeah. So next Sunday, if we if we can wait that long, we'll be talking real baseball. We'll be talking stats. We'll be talking everything. It's going to be awesome. They play the A's, so we'll be talking to you about the A series and it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure in the giveaway show, we'll give you, you know, we'll update you on the roster and who's going to start the rotation order and all that good stuff. But we do appreciate you guys tuning in 
and we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.